0: Coming all the way from Canada.
1: He's on trapping all the world. Let's
0: bring to you right, right here. This, this rap. rap. Live from T-Dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up late or oh, not, but in the studio. Writing rhymes,
1: making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that can to perform in front of my last getting ready to rock the show. Up late all night working in the studio. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that can to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show.
0: All righty, welcome to the evening queue, everyone hey we're glad you made it we are here we are here at the show getting ready to start Alrighty. righty hey for those of you for those of you who are um listening to us on the podcast please do not click ahead i repeat or do not skip us actually because that's what's been happening recently i don't i don't know why um I'm, we're doing the best we can here um you just have to get through the monologue it's about four or five minutes or so then you get to the main act which is the sit-down slash stand-up, but it's really it's sit-down comedy uh, by, by a comedian, a guest comedian. So uh, And this this week, he's going to talk about Black History Month. Uh, he's going to sum it all up for you, because uh, we're in March now, and it just passed. February is Black History Month, so uh, yeah, he's going to give uh, his thoughts on that and uh, his personal experiences with, with that, being a mixed-race uh, person, you know, half black, half white. Mm, you know, marshmallows and chocolate, as they say. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to start off with the monologue. So, uh, today we're going to start, actually, in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Anyone here currently dating? Just uh, by a round of applause, yeah? Or show of hands? Yeah? Okay. Well, hey, you know, a a woman in Milwaukee uh, shared on social media a direct message she was receiving from a guy she went out with. Uh, on three dates earlier this year. Yeah, she shared the message because the guy asked her for his money back for their three dates. Get that, eh? As nothing apparently was sparked romantically. Yeah. If only that action was acceptable, women around the world would be like, Give me my virginity back, you fucking asshole! You said there was no one else in the world that mattered except me! And then you fucked me and fucked off! Give it back to me! Now! Yeah, that's how that went. But, you know, in California, actually, a Sacramento woman had her three boys expelled from their Catholic school after one of her boy's classmate's father discovered her OnlyFans account with all her new pictures online. Yeah, OnlyFans, eh? can ruin your life nowadays, can't it? Also, it can make your life a lot better if you catch my drift. You know what I'm saying, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. All in all, this is a win for the Catholic Church, though, as it proves that it's not just their priests who engage in illicit sexual activities. Yeah? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, you know, down to the Southern Hemisphere, a South African woman, who has been hunting since childhood, recently hunted a giraffe, and for Valentine's Day she posed with its heart for a picture, and then gave the picture to her husband as a Valentine's Day gift. How about that? That's nice, no? Well, actually, no, it's not. because So it's a weird gift for Valentine's Day, though, I must say. Although for some couples, it could be a perfect gift. You know, because it foreshadows what they'll be doing in the future after 30 years of marriage anyway, right? The husband's like, Oh, babe, are you implying you'd want to rip my heart out? Don't worry, honey, I'm going to rip yours out first.
1: <laughs> I love you, too.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that conversation goes. Uh, anyone here like guns? You guys like guns? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you'll love this one because a, a Tennessee man uh, recently forged former U.S. President Barack Obama's name on a handgun permit application. Um, yeah, he did it. He did this after unsuccessfully applying two times previously. Yeah, so he improvised on his third attempt. Rightfully so. It's understandable, right? Gotta cheat in this world. Gotta cheat. Funny, because black people are usually the ones to run away from white people and guns. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know about that one. Even when I wrote it, I just wasn't sure. Mm. You know, nothing really there. Anyway. Thought I might as well try. See if I can get a few laughs, because I'm a laugh whore. I'm just searching for laughs. And hope you pay me for it. Well, unfortunately, you know, we don't have a a final story about Florida like we usually do. So uh, this week, it's going to end in Indonesia, uh, where we found a 25-year-old woman who gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. But get this, get this now. Hold on to your panties here. She claims to have been laying down when she felt a sudden gust of wind in her vagina and started feeling labor pains shortly afterwards. Yeah, wind in the vagina. In other words, the baby was fathered by air. However, doctors at the medical clinic said she was most likely pregnant already um, without her own knowledge. Mm-hmm. All this goes to show that the female body is a magical, magical specimen, huh? magical. Unlike the male body, which, if encountered by a gust of wind on his penis, would shrivel up and lose his erection immediately. Immediately. Like, ah! 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 No! I was almost
1: there! Now I gotta start over! No!
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's, that's all we got for the monologue tonight. Uh, stick around for um, The Come Comedian coming up together. after this. Stay tuned. On track, now, all the world. Let's bring to you right here. This is Rap. Live
1: from TDOT. On the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up late, all night working in the studio. Writing rhymes making dimes, working on my flow every time i get up on stage man all the know. I in front of Brian, I
0: all right I'm welcome back to the evening queue everyone hey thanks for being here we're glad you made it we're glad you stick you stuck around for the comedian who's coming out um yeah you know it's stand-up comedy but really he's actually sitting down in his car doing sit-down comedy so um yeah please Give a warm welcome. Uh, he's actually gonna talk about Black History Month, which which just happened. So please give a warm welcome for our comedian, Misha Peterzak. Misha, come on out now. Are you ready?
1: Oh.
0: Welcome back to the Evening Queue, everyone. How y'all feeling? Excellent. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, I'm in, um, we got our little makeshift recording studio. Um, yeah, we got to put up a bunch of curtains and shit. A sofa. Got to clip all the curtains to the rods up there, so. Um, yeah, this is a nice place to do sit-down comedy, hey? We're here. We got our two cameras. Beautiful. Well, you know, guys, I got a certain subject. That I want to talk about tonight. Of course, I have a very personal relationship with it, obviously. And that's Black History Month. Yeah. Now you're probably asking, why do you have a special relationship with Black History Month? You're not even black. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. No, 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 no. No, I'm, uh, I'm what they call mulatto. Yeah, right down the middle. Milk chocolate. Um, so yeah, my mom's black. So anyway, this month of February has a lot of beautiful tributes to many prominent African-American figures, obviously, and, and historical icons that have paved the way for black people today and will continue to have a lasting impact on the black people of the future. Now, I know most of you are probably thinking, but Misha, it's already March. We're on to White History Month now. Just like next month, and the month after that, and the month after that. That's right, every month's White History Month, right? And you're right, but, you know, to those people... I say, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Shut up! Just like Adam Sandler, no? Huh? Yeah. I talk about whatever the hell I want, when I want. And where I want and how I want. I talk about Thanksgiving in April. Easter in July. Because there's never a bad time to stuff your face and yell at your family with no repercussions, right? Just like there's never a bad time to talk about black history, no? Yeah, excuse me while I while well, i just uh ooh, get my get my beer that i always have let me see this time it's actually beer it's actually beer because we're not in the car this time so this is this is uh acceptable cheers excuse me Okay. Well, you know, Black History Month, right? That's where we were. Well, I'll give you another example, though. The Chinese think it's never a bad time to celebrate the new year a month into, guess what? The new year. I never got that, though, considering how good the Chinese are at math. You know, did did anyone ever tell them that when you count, you start at one? I mean, shit. I can go on and on about the Chinese and their new year, but... You know, hey, that's for another time, because today we came to discuss blacks and their history. Rightfully so, I must add. You know, a lot of black people complain that there's not enough black representation in society and throughout history as well. I mean, I don't know what they teach their kids in school anymore, but I know that especially in North America. Whites were the predominant figure that all the history is based around. And then people of color came over and contributed to that history and build... Building these societies, of course. Now, unfortunately, it was under extremely despicable situations that should never, ever be replicated again. Obviously, we all know that. We all know what I'm talking about, right? Slavery, racial segregation, the lack of black—no, well, excuse me—the lack of basic human rights, which means black rights, basically. Um, yeah. But when you think about the word representation, and the lack thereof. The non-PC part of me doesn't necessarily agree with the notion that, you know, blacks are underrepresented in society nowadays. I think, I think people miss the big picture here. You know, just let me explain. Let me explain. Don't want to offend anyone, but hey, I'm probably going to offend you, so shut up. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm the byproduct... Oh, fuck. Shit, I said this already. (laughs) I'm the byproduct of a white man and a black woman... Getting jiggy with it. Getting it on. You know what I'm saying? You catch my drift? Yeah. It's kind of like chocolate and milk. uh, Or more accurately, milk chocolate with just more added milk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for the people who know me already, uh, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, you know, with my genetic makeup, I'm always on the fence with these topics. You know, I'm never really fully... Mm, how do I say, on one side or the other. But for this particular debate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, tell it from the milk side and try and explain, you know, um, why we sometimes feel like, you know, just being a piece of chocolate. Just hear me out, just hear me out. You know, chocolate's always good, right? Marshmallows and chocolate? Yeah. Hey, that's what my parents did. You know, my mom likes marshmallows and her chocolate, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. I'm sick. I'm really sick. But, you know, when we talk about representation in regards to race nowadays, blacks got it pretty good. I mean, I'm a, I must say, especially in recent history, just j- just think about it. I mean, you guys got Obama, even though technically he's not fully yours, but you guys claimed him before we realized that we could. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, when when he was just a lawyer in Chicago and he was just a politician, you guys were like, look at this mixed race fool running for office. And then when he he won the presidency, you're like, my, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But see, you know, we didn't know that we were eligible to claim him at first, right? Until he became president. Then we're like, ah, shit. You know, so instead we had to claim Trump. You know, that's just how it goes sometimes. Also Bush before that. Uh, Clinton. Although, hey, let's be honest. Clinton is a boss. Boss, boss, boss. I mean, let's be honest. You guys wish you had him. He He lived out every guy's fantasy. Black, white, yellow, brown, purple. Green, blue. You know, and he did it while running the damn country, for God's sake. Let's look at another example. Let's turn to the arts. Blacks. Got all the coolest representatives. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, King Kong ain't got shit on me. (laughs) D to the W, Denzel Washington, man. I'm tired of all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Samuel L, baby. Samuel L. Jackson, baby. Mmm. You know, we we would kill to have your representatives. Don't freak out. Don't freak out now. Don't freak out. I I didn't mean it literally. Don't worry, there's no cops here. There's no cops. Mm -mm. I'm just joking. You you wouldn't kill for your representation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the cops would, but, you know, hey. So much positive representation, man. You know, this is proof that society is evolving. You know, whites are accused of sexual assault and blacks are getting all the good movie parts. Now that's what I call progress. Progress. P-R-O-G-R-E-S-S, baby. We're changing the world one movie at a time, baby. You you can't expect change to happen overnight, though. I mean, it takes time to change things, especially when you're dealing with race. I mean, look at all the blacks in in the United States, you know, who were enslaved for a hundred years and then unfairly segregated afterwards for decades. And And then it took massive political reform to finally give African Americans equal human rights as everyone else. So change doesn't happen overnight. You know, that's proof. You know, but when I look at the history of blacks, you know, just not just in the States, but around the world, I think I would have been a good slave. Yeah, for sure. I think I would have. No, 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 <laughs> I'm no. I'm not saying that slavery was good. Uh, I, absolutely not. I'm just saying I think I would have survived, considering my, you know, hybrid genetics. You know, I, I, I just imagine myself being beaten, but also being invited to the dinner table at the end of the day, you know? You know, do you ever get that feeling? No, I'll just explain what I mean. You know, just picture me in the eighteen hundreds in Southern Georgia. You know, the heart of the plantations, and I'm working in the fields, and my owner is watching over us while we pick his fields. You know, his cotton fields, and you know how slaves always got punished for stealing from the fields and taking it back to their families. You know, for a little extra money or something. You know, as a hybrid. Uh, I could just play the race card, right? But in the other direction. You know, I play my, my white card. You know what the white card is? Yeah? Uh, okay, well, hey, I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain it to you. Like like my owner would catch me slipping some cotton in my pocket, and he'd be like, boy, get that shit out of your pocket. Come over here for me to give you a good old ass whipping. Come here, boy. Mm-hmm. But because I have a white dad, I could come back with, oh, I'm sorry, sir. It's for my dad, master. He told me he needed some, some from my mama to make a sweater for Christmas. We needed some cotton for mama. Cotton for mama. I'm so sorry, sir. That's how, the... yeah, that's how I imagine that interaction going. Yeah. Hey look, I'm not trying to offend anyone here. I'm just joking about all the slavery stuff. In reality, it's no laughing matter because, you know, black people have gone through probably the most hardship out of, out of any ethnicity in North America, I would say, if not the world. But I think we can all laugh about certain things now, especially in interracial friendships, you know? Like myself and my full-on black friends, when we joke about certain testy subjects, you know, we can all have a good laugh and make racial jokes about each other you know he can be like oh man you're not going to beat me with your whip are you <laughs> and i can be like well just don't steal my car <laughs> you nice guy yeah you nice guy hmm. cuz i can't call him you know not even during black history month that's right. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for today, uh, for tonight. See ya next time. Ciao. Hope you enjoyed it. Coming all the way from Canada.
1: Keep on traveling all over the world.
0: We bring to you right here, this rap. Live from T dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north.
1: You know how we do up north. Up late, all night working in the studio, writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Up late, all night working in the studio, writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage. man. When I first started, I wasn't sure if I would make it, but I told myself to keep persevering and I gotta take advantage of this opportunity I created for myself, cause nobody's gonna give you free money, you gotta rake it, big bills come with problems, but I don't wanna think about them, all I know is that Buffalo had some issues, now they got Josh Allen, inspired by the creation of magic at his fingers you know I do the same with my lady, but I let it linger, my mama told me to never say these things about a woman, but she also told me to never get in this game, cause I wouldn't be chosen, however i'm a little more confident that i can get it in i can hold my own i got nothing to show for my last career i stopped wasting time it's time to start over now it's time to get up and start the show black shoes on my toes tuxedo cornrows roll sweating a little bit heavily don't know if i'll ever be ready to be included with the greats but one thing's for sure if you want some more gotta go door-to-door trying to be seen but now everybody hear me so come with me on this journey they never said ever so i chose to be late <laughs> up late all night working in the studio writing rhymes making dimes working on my flow every time i get up on stage man all the ladies know that i came to perform in front of bright lights getting ready to rock the show up late all night working in the studio writing rhymes making dimes working on my flow every time i get up on stage man all the ladies know that i came to perform in front of bright lights getting ready to rock the show now that the speed's more appropriate i gotta go create not procreate got deals with lips makes me feel good but wait can we hold up and negotiate i say this only because i got more to offer. rap's kind of cool but i have to go farther i feel like i'm a triple the you do know even you know your butt look i'll be like i'm vince carter <laughs> Y'all probably think of what you talk about Telling jokes to make a record is what I'm all about Ain't nothing you say that can make my day cause I'm balling out I got two languages in my back pocket Getting ready to reload and cock it Competitors confirm that they can't stop them cause the speed of rapid reaction Quite shocking, est-ce que tu comprends ce que je te dis Oh don't you ta casse là, t'as tombé dans ta vie Y'a pas quelque chose qui me dérange Sauf if you pétains cause you me dit que t'as pas fini A décider qu'un rapport tu vas signer à ta maison de disque Pense à évident que je suis le rappeur Qui tient moins de risques Grand Divassis, c'est Juranis C'est pas pareil de Paris à c'est la qualité de vie que je pense que je mérite. Et pour les gens qui pensent que je suis pas capable dans ce game, je les quitte. Voilà mon serment, je crois que j'ai tout fini. Et Poto, il est bilingue lui. Oh mec, je savais pas. Il est lourd quand même. Ouais, il est fort. Ouais, je le respecte. Hé hey frère, t'as pas une clope pour moi s'il te plaît.